0: You can't keep using tools of oppression and expect to raise free people. That voice at the beginning reminding you that you can't keep using tools of oppression and expect to raise free people, that is the voice of my niece, Amaya, Amaya's father Howard is who you're going to hear from this episode. You've heard him before. He joined us on episode 140, actually. Self-care ain't just about stillness. That was the title of his episode when we were talking about self-care. And he's back as we're talking about deschooling schooling our leadership lens. And I'm so happy to welcome Howard back to Fair of the Free Child. Howard is not only my brother in the sense that we chose the same two people to come through. He's also a friend, a confidant, and a person whose connectedness to self-inquiry and to helping the people around them be authentically well those are some of the things that I love about him. I've loved this guy since I met him back in 1980 <laughs> and it'll never change. So in this week's episode, Howard is continuing the "Deschooling schooling Your Leadership Lens series and he's going to answer those questions that you heard answered in last week's episode and the week before. So we've talked to Asia, we've talked to Shivani, and we're going to continue this one with Only Black Cosmonaut. In addition to being only black cosmonaut, which is also the title of his podcast, he is one of the newest members of the Make It Happen family over at Patreon.com forward slash Akila. Yo, matter of fact, let me shout out some of our newest patrons. Howard is one of them. Welcome, thank you. <laughs> We've also got Joni. Welcome, Joni. Raquel. Welcome, Raquel. Gail, welcome, Gail. Tanya, our 100th patron. What up, sis? We all heard last week. Keila, yes, love the name. <laughs> welcome, Keila. Carolyn, welcome. Anna, welcome, Anna. And Tibby, welcome, Tibby. Thank you to all of you for joining the Make It Happen family. I love that space. I just put out a little sneak peek of Raising Free People book in our community last week. And I've got so much more to share over there. Chris and I finally are putting the last bit of touches and planning around some giveaways. I want to start doing in Patreon. And speaking of giveaway, well, mm -mm. no, I'm going to do that at the end of the episode be sure to head over to raisingfreepeople.com forward slash 148, right? For links to Howard and also a link to this challenge I'm hosting. I was just about to start talking about that in detail. I will not yet, but I will say that it's something for managing the way you and the children in your life communicate with each other. You got to join more on that later in the meantime let howard talk to you about the ways that he is deschooling from old habits around wellness and communication over into something that's really working for him especially as he is navigating a lot of major life decisions over the next few months. All right. As I mentioned, Howard is also a podcaster. So be sure to check out the show notes page again for this episode, raisingfreepeople.com forward slash 148 for links to only black cosmonaut podcast, plus his social media hangouts and anything else. Come on through Howard. Mm
1: What have your thoughts been mostly focused on over the past two years? Well, the past two years, I've been focused on moving to California. Everything that I do with Only Black Cosmonaut and OG Parkour, the two platforms that I associate my creativity with, is in reflection of how I want to represent myself in California. I want to focus on people of color, but I don't want to ostracize or push anybody else out. The idea is to represent us and be reflective of our authenticity and our greatness and to do it with no shame and to do it with love. How are the people you encounter and the spaces you occupy affected by you? What do you bring to the things around you? Well, physically, I always try to bring a smile with me. My intent internally is always of a Not intentional positive thought, but something that feels better to think about. Examples could be when I'm starting work, just say hi in the morning. It's not about who walked in the room first or any kind of political correctness, but just creating a space in my environment that I know I can control starting with my attitude about it. So for the people that I encounter, I try to give them a positive attitude, not because it's a smile, just because I'm intentionally focused my energy in that way. I look to balance and reflect. What do you want to directly influence in society? What is your current deep work? Mindfulness and meditation. That is what I want to influence in society. I want everyone to be aware of their power of stillness and their power of meditation, whether in stillness or movement. And I do that with teachings like teaching how to breathe in meditation or examples of how i lived that life so that's my direct influence to be an example of peace as much as creative action in thought where are some places you've been in the past that profoundly influenced your life tell us about it well california <laughs> I mean, I can definitely say that my experience there has changed my perspective on how I live in an environment with people. And that to me is everything because I left Jamaica at a young age and I grew up mainly around my family. So my direct experience with people have been just an American mindset and descent. And yes, California is in America, but from my experience so far, It feels more like a cultural melting pot than it feels like America. I definitely feel like the influence that I have or had there is profoundly wanting me to seek more of it and to seek ways to create with people because of it.
0: My mother and I were having a conversation the other day and we realized that in both of our circles, a lot of our friends and their parents or their kids, in the case of my mother, their adult children, were not on speaking terms. So there are a bunch of people in my broader circles whose family members, their parents in particular, are alive and well, they just don't talk to them. And then my mom has a lot of friends where their kids aren't talking to them. And I thought, is that inevitable? Because I hear it so often. Is it just a fact that since how we grow up, we grew up performing for our parents and they perform for us. So we front and they front and just everybody's wearing a mask that at some point in adulthood, when you have a choice, you're actually not going to want to be around each other, or you're not even going to have the tools to know how to communicate with each other. I was like, nah, that's not my story. I don't want to live like that. And I know that people don't have to live like that sometimes you got to walk away in terms of communication right for your self-care and then other times you just need the tools so chris and i in talking about it we are sharing with you the Calm Your Communications Nerves Challenge, all right? So starting December 9th, we're going to spend nine days working these prompts that are meant to help you do a bunch of things, which you'll find out about when you check out the details. But mainly, you're going to learn why and how to strengthen your investment in your own personal leadership skills and how that's tied to your relationships. Head over to my Instagram, at Fair of the Free Child, that's F-A-R-E of the Free Child, It's the first link in my bio. It's also on the homepage of RaisingFreePeople.com, and it's on the show notes page for today's episode. So join the challenge, start building your communication skills, and let's make sure that these holidays are a little bit less stressful because you're not at each other's nerves in the middle of all the things. Join us over in the challenge. Can't wait to see you there. This episode is part of the Deschooling Your Leadership Lens series. When we talk about deschooling, we often hear this general idea about deschooling being the time it takes in between conventional schooling and moving over into natural learning. And so for a year of school, it takes this amount of time to deschool. That's not what we're talking about over here on this podcast. When we talk about deschooling, particularly within the context of leadership, what we are talking about is shedding the programming and habits that resulted from other people's agency over your time, your body, your thoughts, or your actions. We're also talking about designing and practicing beliefs that align with your desire to thrive, to be happy, and to succeed in ways that you define it. And so for many of us who are doing this work around raising free people, we recognize that our children and their learning journey is really a portal. It's a portal over to recognizing what our leadership looks like, our leadership of ourselves, our judgment about how people do or should lead themselves, our fears and our socialization around what leadership should look like for our children with themselves and among their peers. And then we turn all that shit on its head, (laughs) <laughs> when we begin our own deschooling schooling journeys and recognize that leadership is a part of parenting, it's a part of relationships, it's a part of our career work, there's nothing that we're doing when we're mindful that is not connected to personal leadership. Everything is everything and everything has an aspect of leadership to it. Even following, even observing. And so, in this episode, you will be hearing from someone who's talking about de-schooling their leadership lens. In this series, I asked each person the same set of questions that are designed to really tease out and bring up for us what leadership can look like in its conventional form and in that form that it takes or the many forms it takes when we really dive into our de-schooling journey.